Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today, Alex and I are going to lean in on our underworld contacts and try to get a crew together to commit some crimes in the yeah. <laughs> in the <laughs> game uh, Grifters. Not uh, Grifters. The game Grifters. Uh, this is a game that was... Excuse me. Um, published by Indie Boards and Games and a few others. Um, uh, boards or sorry, Indie Boards and Cards. That's the one I have. I'm assuming that's the one you have. Yeah, There's that's one also the one I have. The one that's primarily listed as Jack Smack Games. I've never heard of that <laughs> publisher, but I thought that was kind of a funny publishing name. Uh, this was designed by Dave Fulton and Jacob Tlapek. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And it takes place in the dystopian universe that Koo exists in. And so some of the art style here and the currency is going to look very familiar to anyone who's played Coup or The Resistance. And I have to apologize to everybody for the coughing. I am getting over a being ravaged for two weeks by an illness. And uh, <laughs> I am functioning now, but there's a residual cough. So hopefully they'll keep that to a minimum. But... Um, do yeah, I need so to the, start looking for a replacement now? Is that, is that you what should you should probably have some backups and, and in okay. mind at least, if nothing else. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a fairly light game. Um, there are some elements that it borrows from, I think, uh, to, to a very limited degree. It doesn't feel like either of these games, but it does feel in the universe of the resistance and coup. So there's a, there's a, a little bit of, familiarity i guess you could say um in this in this game so anyway before we get too much into it alex how do we play this game all right all right so to, to play the game what's going to happen is there's a uh, a certain amount of money that will start off depending on how many players there are or uh, the, the money is isk uh which i don't know what it stands for at all uh it <laughs> sounds oddly russian but uh, I actually, just before coming on, I tried to look it up, and I'm like, it stands for Interstellar Credits, but that's in an EVE Online game, so it, I'm pretty sure that's not it. <laughs> but uh, I just call it ISK, because yeah. it sounds sounds weird. All right, so uh, depending on how many people are playing, the more people that are playing, the more uh, ISK there will be in the coffers, is what they call it, but basically the pool of money that's available. Everyone will start with three ISK. Uh, they will also start with six cards in their hand. So there's a deck of cards. Uh, everyone starts with the same three of those six. Uh, those three being the mastermind, the thief, and the pickpocket. And then everyone else, everyone gets three additional ones that are just randomly uh, shuffled uh, and dealt to everybody. And then the remainder of the uh, cards are in a, just a draw deck. Uh, then there is also a bunch of jobs, which are also on cards, but are on much larger cards to not be confused with cards that go in your hand. These are cards that you are trying to attain. Uh, they, they have certain requirements, and these requirements pertain to the cards that are in your hand. So each of the cards are in one, have uh, one of three particular skills. Uh, those skills, I can never remember them. Uh, I always call them red, green, and blue because that's sort of the color. Uh, it is brain, speed, and brawn is what they are. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 shorthand, blue, green, yeah. and red. Uh, that works <laughs> that's, that's all that really matters. Uh, uh, what's going to happen is, uh, I can't, I think it's the person who starts is the person who most 
uh, recently committed a legal infraction. Uh, so you get to know, you really get to know everyone you're playing with uh, quite quite soon. Uh, they will start, uh, also I did, forgot to mention this, everyone also has a small play mat that indicates where you can put your cards. Uh, on your turn, you will play one or multiple cards out in your day one slot of your your mat which is in the in-game called your hideout uh, and there are three spots on this day one day two day three basically so what what it essentially means is the day one is the the crime that you are committing right now and day two and day three essentially it's your hideout uh, is them trying to like have the heat die down on them so essentially the mechanic is you can't use the cards that are on those spots so you will start technically you start your turn by shifting everything on your on your mat over one space uh, on the mats technically it says you move everything from day one to day two and everything from day two to day three i don't know why it doesn't do it in reverse it should say move everything from day three to your to the ref- refresh spot day two to day three day one to day two and then you can play your cards on day one uh but you know whatever uh <laughs> small 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 glitch small glitch in the writing but whatever uh Whatever you play on your day one spot, if you play just one single card, you will do whatever that one single card was. They can range from either stealing like two million isk from one of your uh, uh, people, uh, one of the other people playing, or it could be stealing from the coffers, or it could maybe uh, get you additional cards to add to your hand. Uh, they do all sorts of stuff. Sometimes it even messes with your hideout or other people's hideouts, things like that. Uh, they do multiple different things. But if you play one, you will do whatever that one card says on it. Uh, the other option is to play a team of cards. So this is where you would put together multiple cards from your hand and play them all at once. And this is to do one of those jobs I mentioned earlier. And to do those jobs you really just need to match up those colors so uh depending on how many people are playing it will determine how many different piles there are uh, in a two-person game there's three different piles up to a four-person game where there are or does this go up to five players this only goes up to four players uh in four players yeah. there's five different piles so basically you're taking out some cards depending on how many people are playing or are not playing uh so usually it's something like oh you ha- need to have three blue or three brain specialists in order to do this job and if you play those three specialists together uh, then you can take that thing and usually there's something on the job that says oh you also get this benefit along with that card that said you did a job. So usually it's something like, again, steal two million from the coffers or grab another specialist, things like that. So it's it's similar to the to the cards. But the 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 benefit to doing the jobs, not only of getting that little bonus, uh, is also the more you get of particular colors, because each of the piles represents, again, another set of colors, uh, but again, Whatever, it doesn't really matter. The more you have a different of the set, the more you will earn at the end of the game. So your first job that you complete in a set uh, earns you basically nothing other than what the card does. But every additional one will add two million or four million or eight million if you can do all of them in that case uh, to the end of the game bonus. So you usually, if you start going in a, a job focus, you will try and stick with that job focus because it's in your benefit to keep doing it that way. Um, this continues on. You will keep going around and around. Uh, people will play either a team or one card. Uh, if you happen to be in the position where you have nothing in your hand and you can't play anything, uh, then you are forced to place one of your ISK uh, in that slot to indicate that, oh no, you had a, a bad time of that. 
and you couldn't do anything. I did also forgot to mention that uh, anything that was pushed off of your hideout space after you're done with your turn goes back into your hand. So essentially, this is a hand a hand management type game where you are uh, trying to work out what cards you want in your hand for an, a future turn uh, and things like that. So you're trying to like work out, okay, if I'm gonna need an extra red into my hand, I should probably play this green instead so I have the red because I'm gonna be getting that in my refresh unless someone screws up my hideout in some way. So you're always trying to figure out the best way to time things so that you can get things done. The game will end when either one of three things happens, either all of the jobs are gone all of the money is gone from the coffers, or all of the cards are gone from the specialist supply deck. Uh, any one of those things, uh, the game will immediately end once the play one play the person who caused that to happen, their turn is over, uh, and that will end the game. Uh, wh whoever has the most isk by the end of the game wins <laughs> the game. And there you go, and that is it. Um, yeah, I I so I think the the biggest. Um, like characteristic of this game that I think sets it apart is the delay. Like the main thing, the feel of this game is sort of the delayed um, hand management, that sense of like, I'm playing these teams of people to get to do a big jobs, which is going to have a big payoff and build up in my, for my goals of getting a certain color series of jobs. But when I play a team, that team has got to hide out for three days before I can get them back to be able to use them. And so one of the things I just really like about Grifter is I think it's a very unique structure of of man playing these cards and they go to a discard pile. Kind, it's like the the way they do the discard pile is really interesting to me because you don't. It's not a thing where you get all your discards back at once. They trickle back into play and you have to plan around when they're going to be viable again, when the heats die down on them, and when they can get, come back into play. And I think that really for me comes to life and makes this game. Um, really tight on theme of a criminal group that has to wait out the heat and then come back slowly when it's uh, when the heat's died down and then decide what they're going to do next in their criminal endeavors to make their little in uh, criminal uh, group really successful. So anyway, um, I, I have a prediction <laughs> too. I have a caveat here. Replaying this game again, I think this game is not the it doesn't shine the brightest at two. I think this game is the best at three and four. And so <laughs> I also was playing it thinking, I wonder if Liz likes is going to like this game at all. So now I'm, I'm going to throw it back to you. Because my <laughs> prediction is this is not her favorite game. But I'm going to throw it back to you and so you can give me the, give us the impressions of like your playthroughs and what your thoughts are, there are of the game overall. All right. Uh, you are absolutely wrong liz actually enjoyed this game a lot really uh, oh that's I, so great i'm I glad to actually, be <laughs> yes uh i had seen i had seen this uh on the shelves a number of times and i kind of looked at it and be like mm, okay whatever uh you actually recommended uh this yeah. so that's that what's what what caused me to start playing it i was hesitant as well i'm just like mm, i don't know maybe uh, I, I learned how to play it. I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I guess this kind of works. I don't. <laughs> then we started playing it, and we re we really got into it. It was it was. Oh, that's so great! Interesting, I'm glad. It's it's a lovely, interesting mechanic that trying to plan out your hands of okay, do I want to spend my turn uh, grabbing money right now, like waiting until I build up my hand a bit more, or do I want to go for that? Should I go for that early job? Should I waste a bunch of my cards right now and kind of risk it and play all of them like right like 
I think the first move I ever made in any of the games was I'm going to do a job because I have yeah. three blue. Let's let's go for it. But then <laughs> yeah. I have like two cards left in my hand, you know, and it's just like, OK, this is going to be tight. Let's see what I can pull up, you know, and it's <laughs> and she actually she did the same thing. She on her first move on, which was right after mine, she did the same. She's like, I'm going to do a job myself, too. So <laughs> uh, it, it definitely depends on who you're playing with and yeah, what kind of things you can pull off. But we played a lot of two player games and we really enjoyed it. It's it's interesting. That's, I'm and so glad that. Yeah, as you get to play more, you kind of get to know the particular cards that are in the deck, and they, right. they do a lot of different things. So in the first play, like we were doing things, and it's like, wait, what did you just do? I didn't know you could do that. Like, <laughs> uh, she played a wheelman in the in the in pretty early game. The wheelman lets you go pick up all basically all but one of the te- your team members and put them back into your hand. Yeah, and he's just like really what? good. That's crazy insane and <laughs> i had like an inside man which is like a wild card that can do really weird stuff but also it's like f- has flexibility because there's sometimes where you're just like i just need one more green well that inside man can be whatever you need it to be depending on what happens with the jobs that come out so if someone st- steals a job you still have the flexibility to go mm, you know what i don't need to do that one i can still do this one over here and keep my engine going exactly as i kind of planned it slightly different but still it works out because i have a little bit more flexibility than the person that just has all straight up I have blue, red, green, 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 you know, and if, right. if you can have that flexibility, it's really nice. And so we kept playing different cards and it's just like, oh, okay, this is really interesting. And the, the first time we played, it was like, okay, all right, I, I want to play again. And we played again. It was really lovely. We, we really liked it. I was oh, good. pleasantly surprised by this game. Uh, so oh, that's so I good. Because really I, I, I feel like the last two ones that I suggested kind of <laughs> fell flat for you guys. And I was I was playing this one up again. I was like, oh, no. I don't know if they're going to like this one. I forgot. I kind of <laughs> it's been a while since I played. And then we decided to do it. Do it. I'm like, I like this game a lot. But like I could see uh, like maybe it not playing out great for them. But that's awesome. I'm really glad you guys like it because <laughs> what I was worried about is there is a lot of a lot of the cards have. Um, where you're stealing. You're all thieves, so you're kind of all stealing from each other. And part of the game is managing your money. You're trying to, at the end of the game, have the most money compared to everybody. And a lot of the cards, part of one of the things they do is stealing, either from someone else, the whole table, or the coffers. And so there's a lot of back and forth fluctuations within everyone's money cash. Um, it kind of, this is sort of what I was talking about before, it sort of feels like coup, where coup is like you're trying to like steal and manipulate other people's money to let keep them from being able to coup somebody or do other things. Um, I guess primarily coup somebody, but but anyway, that that feeling is there, and some and and so I was like, I was worried that Liz would that would be a little too annoying for for her because of that direct confrontational like thievery. But ah, oh, that's so awesome! I'm really glad you guys liked it because this was so fun for me to replay again um, after a while and kind of remember like why I, I really love this game. It's such a fun, unique little game. Yeah, it's quite nice. So, and you were you were saying that it plays better at like three and four. We do we were able to get a four player game in, um, and I I enjoyed it. I honestly I kind of like it a little better as a two player game. Although I oh. think I might like the three three player. There are there's a different things to consider in the four player game because when you're stealing uh, money. It depends. Sometimes you're stealing from everyone around the table. Sometimes right. you're just picking one person to steal from, and that picking who you're going to steal from is kind of huge. And in fact, uh, the game we played that was a four-player game, I lost by like 
two million. And oh, had oh. I not been stealing from one person and stealing from Liz instead, I've been stealing from Liz instead. I might have won the game. I don't. I, I, things could have changed. Obviously, if I started stealing from her, who knows who might have been started to steal from me or steal right. from someone else. But you know. But it was it was a real it was a close game by the end of it. It's and I feel like the other thing, kind of separate from this, uh, it just in a collective sense, I th- I really like the end game of this because uh-huh. it's a it's a tight end game. It's a game where you know the end is coming. It could end either by money or by jobs. Usually in a two player game, it's one of those two. I was yeah. very concerned about how it was going to end in a four-player game, which is why I wanted to get a four-player game out because I was just like, we always get kind of close with running out of specialists, but never quite. We're like three or four cards away. And I was concerned that, you know, you don't add any more cards for a four-player game. I really felt like it was going to end really quick then. It didn't. Yeah. It it was really (laughs) close on money and specialists in that case and Almost jobs. There were probably a few more jobs, but it really could have gone any way because everyone's going, well, I don't want this to end yet. I I, I got to do a job. I got to see what I can work with here. But also, the as I was mentioning with the end game, it's tight because you were trying to go, I've got an advantage here. I need this game to end quick. What can I play to end the game? Do I have something right. where I can draw three specialists? Do I have something where I can draw the last two isk in the coffers? And so many times I'm sitting there going, I can get one. I can't get two. <laughs> what, what what can I do that's really good, but maybe hopefully she can't complete a job on the next turn? It's I love that, and that's a really interesting thing because I'm sitting there looking at all like five of my cards going, there's got to be something I can do to end this game because I, I don't want her to tip the balance at all and it's really nice i it's really frustrating when you're playing a game and it's just like well there's nothing i can do i'm gonna lose anyway they most of the games we played were really close at least between two people uh so it's it's kind of it's i like that and that's that's what makes a perfect game is when when you play and it's it's close. I don't care if yeah. I win or lose in games. Although, if I tend <laughs> yes, to complain do. a lot sometimes, <laughs> and it makes about? it seem like I do. What I really care about is a close game. I, my yelling might games. indicate to you that I want to win, but I don't. <laughs> no, it's not that I want to win. It's never that I want to win. Although it does sound like it, and I, I'll totally admit that. It's that I want it to be a close, good game. The ones yeah. where I complain the most are where it's like completely lopsided. And it's just like, why am right. I even bothering? You are ahead by like 30 points. I'm not going anywhere. My engine is dead. Games that, <laughs> that are close are the ones where I'm like, ooh. Even when I'm ahead by 30 points, I'm like, all right, well, I, I, I really feel bad for you, you know? And it, yeah. I, I'm just yeah. like, oh, yeah. let's get this no game done quick. I'll take my turns real quick, whatever, you know? But the close ones, those are the great ones. And this game, I think, leans to making the games close because there's a seesaw effect of okay you did that well i'm going to do this oh you right. did that well i'm going to i'm going to swap that job you just took with this other job so now i have three <laughs> red and you only have one red which is useless you know and it's it's really it's 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 tight yeah yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. I think this game is very well designed. It is a really tight design, and I, I totally agree with you. All my plays are the same, where it's very it comes down to the wire, and it's usually a really close game towards the end, and I, and that's always impressive 
within a design of a game that they can achieve that, especially in a game like this where there is a lot of back and forth and you kind of feel like it, it could easily have a runaway leader, but it never really does. Kind of like what you just said, where there's always something you can kind of, okay, manipulate within my team and what I've got and, and how I can sort of turn the tables, maybe not in the ideal way, but in a, a way that definitely benefits me and sets me up for some success later. Um, what I was saying about the three to four being shining is um, I definitely think it plays really well with two. The only reason I was saying that is that there, because of the you're kind of stealing or getting benefits based on what's out there, a lot of times it just feels like there's more of a windfall with a higher player count. For like, for instance, for like Dirty Cop, um, Dirty Cop is you steal a million from every opponent's stash for each team in their hideout. So that can add up quite a bit if there's a lot of people playing a lot of teams, um, more so than if there's just two people. Um, you know, the hacker is... Uh, uh, sorry, not the hacker. What else is there? So there's other ones that you can steal from everyone at the table. So it's just you you can get a bit more of a windfall of bonus with higher player counts. But then once again, that is yeah. balanced by someone else doing that. So right. overall, it's a really it's a really balanced game. I just enjoy playing this with higher player counts just because it definitely I like because I think the theme feels really well designed around because it does feel like you're a criminal little criminal organization or gang and you're trying to jockey for position in within this city for uh success and so it really it really comes to life in a way that way yeah yeah so yeah i i totally agree that it it makes the entire deck much more richer when you're playing because they're definitely when i was playing in the two-player games i'd look at those cards and go uh what am i gonna get like a million two million maybe i don't right I, i'd rather try and do a job or play this other card that gets me possibly even cooler things out of the specialist deck it changes what you're playing so yeah uh playing with a three or four person game you're probably going to play those cards a bit more often making it a bit more of a richer experience and i i, I i'm glad you pointed that out yeah, but but I do agree with you. It does play really well with two, um, and I definitely don't want to give the impression that it's not worth it at two. By by no means, it's still really fun. <laughs> oh at no, two. still really good with two. Yeah, <laughs> so that's so great. I'm so glad you guys liked it. I was <laughs> I was really worried once I started playing it again that it would fall flat again. So I'm I got one in. We got I got a successful one. Great. Um, <laughs> well, um, yeah. What else can we say about this one? So the. Uh, as you can tell, Alex and I both really like this game, and I think the best thing for to consider if you're interested in this game is if you've ever played anything in this universe, um, Coup or Resistance. And obviously, the art style is very much similar to those games, and there is just there's just a feeling that is there's a similarity to those games, and it's it's not gameplay necessarily, but it is like tightness. Both of those games I think are very well designed, and this one is too. Um, there is a little bit of back and forth, like we were just mentioning before. There is some stealing from each other, but it's it's equally available as an option. And so you're going to be stealing and you're going to get stolen from nonstop. It's not like you're going to just be left behind in that sense. So you do feel like you're on an even playing field, even though you're you're all robbing each other. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so I feel like this is definitely a gamer's game. It's it's it is light, but I definitely say it's. It's heavier than Coup for sure. It sort of fits in a nice spot between um, the re- I think between the resistance and Coup in in complexity feel. The resistance isn't that complex either, but it does take like some. You have to be up for that social deduction aspect of it, and you know, being bluffing and trying to figure that out. Um, Grifters is probably about on par with complexity, but it is just it's just a different game. 
Anyway, I yeah. don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I guess I guess it fits very well within the universe that they've created for these games. Uh, what else could we say, Alex? I'm kind of, kind of I, fading here. Basically, I, like what I would want to say is that it it fits within the universe, but it it takes a completely different mechanic. Like, yes. if you're playing Coup or you're playing uh, Resistance or Avalon or whichever one, it's very heavy social deduction. Right. Like, you're going, mm, do I think they're lying? What do I think they're doing? This one, there really isn't any social deduction. Like, the only social deduction is, do I think they're going to complete a job? they got a lot of cards in their hand. Do I think they have, they're, they've been going heavy on blue? Like, that's about it. But there's no, who's the traitor? None of that. Like, and... I, I know a lot of people in my playgroup tend to be like, mm, cool, shirt kind of works, but after yeah. a while it goes flat. And I know there are some people that absolutely love it. I enjoy it, but I never find just the right group for Coup, although it, it is a lovely small game experience. It, it works. I, I like it a lot, but it's yeah. it's hard to find. Usually when I play in a group, there's one person who's like, mm, I'm a, that's all right. So, <laughs> and, and again, Coup does not work great with two players. So no, not at I've all. I've tried it. It's it's not intended for that. So this is a nice kind of way to still be in that kind of world of things. If you like that that world of things, it's it's a great uh, way way to play. It's it's nice and I don't know. It's it's that that deck thing is quite interesting i don't have anything else where it's like you have things in reserve and you're waiting for them and it's 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 a nice touch i like i like what things they were playing with in that so yeah yeah i agree it very it feels within the universe but it is very much its own distinct structure Mm -hmm. and i totally agree with with that where i because i love that universe that they created and i reach for this game uh or i want to play now that i own it i guess i can reach for it but i prefer this game if i have four people I'll probably do this depending on uh, depending on how what kind of gamers they are versus Koo. Koo's faster and it's easier to pick up, but I agree with you where it's always someone's like, eh, that was okay." Or even I get sick of Koo after a while where <laughs> if you're trying to intro that game, there are certain combinations I think that I the consensus is that they're just a little stronger. And then I would agree with that that once you get them you're like, "Okay, I'm kind of going for this and I can kind of bluff the hell out of someone else who isn't used to that structure of the game. You can just destroy them." in coup um if you're have any level of experience this is a little harder because the playing field is pretty even you do get to know the cards um after a while so you kind of know what to look for but there is just a lot of options no cards are really bad here you can always find some way to combine characters or make teams or go a certain direction that is that is really powerful so so who who is this game not for um you know probably Someone who doesn't, I guess, well, my biggest my biggest worry was that it would feel too much, too confrontational, um, but maybe maybe not. I mean, the, the, I think it's just because the confrontation isn't, doesn't, the, like, the take that is, is very minor. Like, you're taking yeah. maybe one or two at the most tokens from somebody. Uh, well, you know, you could potentially take more, but usually it's about one or two tokens from somebody, uh, coin, or one million, um, I don't know, chit of money but there's a lot of money in this game and it's going to feel it, it doesn't feel that bad it feels recoverable and you can dish it as much as you take it so it doesn't really feel like the take that is mean it just seems like part of the flow of the game here yeah can you think of anything else that would really turn someone off i mean i really i guess the only thing that might turn someone off is i know there are certain people that when they play a game they are looking to try and dominate something they are looking for like one particular strategy and they want to figure out they want to figure out the game they want to lock it down and and just like own 
the entire presence on the board. And if that's the type of player uh, you you are, I would probably avoid this game. This isn't this isn't that type of game. As we said, it's 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 always pretty close. There's usually something you can do, but there's never any like. I, I don't believe there's any dominant strategy. I haven't played it a lot, but it doesn't yeah. feel like there's a dominant strategy. Although, to be honest, if you're also that type of person, I don't know if I want to play with you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, no, I'd agree. I think, the, I think the variability in how the cards come out really kind of disallows the possibility for you to, like, focus on a strategy. You kind of just have to take uh deal with what you get and you always get a lot of good options but you're not gonna have to, you're not gonna be able to repeat a strategy each game it's gonna be what it, what cards came up from here what's available or in a lot of ways actually what the other person is doing too you got to build off of that or yeah. play off of that so that that is one of its huge strengths but i, I kind of get what you're saying about potentially if someone's like a heavy euro gamer and they want to have like tools available to them each time that are the same each game this is not going to be the game um, but yeah, other than that, I think this is a really great game to recommend to, to anybody who games. This is just is just like the epitome of a really good design and a satisfying set of options that has a lot of replayability. And unless you're really against criminal enterprise <laughs> and you only play games that are pure of heart, um, <laughs> this game I think is worth recommending to to anybody. And it's simple yeah. enough that you can intro it, I think, pretty easily to even non-gamers. Mm-hmm. All right, great. So would your mom like it? I'm going to say, God, I'm going to say no just because I think there's too many decisions. But it's kind of a bummer because I feel like she could get into this game because there's a lot of exciting decisions. I just think there's too many of them to kind of link together for your mom. Yeah, I agree. I there, I there, Most of the decisions are pretty easy. It, I think it's just that since there's so many different variables of cards and it's like wait wait, what does this one do again i know it'll be one of those games where if she did play it she'd be like wait what does this do even though she can read it you know you you, right there's like three or four sentences sometimes on these cards and it's like wait what is what is a specialist again or what is this can i yeah can i do that when i move this how does that like you kind of have to open up your mind and be like ready for like and that's not how she wants to play she just wants to have a fun time and if if the cards were as simple as just like steal two million and that was all it was yeah I'm, i I could see her enjoying this game but yeah there's a bit of nuance to it which which i like and i think would just kind of dis- distract her from enjoying the game so no my mom would would not enjoy this yeah um fair enough fair enough mrs cruzy um <laughs> okay let's talk table space so the this uh i th- okay well, before we talk about that i think the the feel of this game is really good for taking out there's there's some decisions to be made but i don't think it suffers from any analysis paralysis problems and their vibe of this game is pretty fast paced you're going to be paying attention to everything that's going on even not not on your turn and it's going to get around to you pretty quickly and i like that there's a lot uh, there's a lot of potential for table talk in this game because you are competing for these jobs that are out there and so you can kind of you know, I don't know, give each other a little shit about what's going on or or uh, pay attention if nothing else. So I, I really like the vibe of this game. I feel like it allows for discussion and not keeping your nose into your cards the whole time. Uh, table space specifically. So this game is good, but not great. It's not bad, though, because there's a few things on the table. The main things that are going to be out there are the stacks of jobs, and those are going to change depending on how many players there are. Um so you're going to have, let's see, in two players, I'm trying to remember, is there four, no, three stacks? 
There's three stacks with two players. Yeah, three stacks with two players, all the way up to five stacks with four players. Um, so you have these. These are kind of like oversized in length uh, cards. So um, I don't know. They're probably like four and a half inches long by whatever cards are <laughs> wide. Two and a half. <laughs> three maybe um so those you'll have those stacked up those are going to be stacked up in order of difficulty so you can just have them you know in a single stack they don't need to be like fanned out in any way but they have to be placed somewhere where everyone can see what's available and um, read them that in that sense though they can be arranged around the table as necessary as long as people can see them and and potentially reach them um what you'll have in front of you is your (coughs) your player board which is basically your safe houses and that is just, um, it's not that big. It's about uh, approximately half the size of a piece of printer paper. And then you're going to have your hand um, and uh, your money. And your money can just sort of fit wherever. And your hand is obviously going to be in your hand. Uh, but it's cool about the player board is the rest of your hand is just going to be working its way across the player board. And you'll need a little space on the side for your, um, uh, what's it called? The, not recovery, the uh, refresh. Refresh? Yeah, your re- refresh pile. Um, and then, so that's your personal space. So you have a few things there, but it's pretty small and you can sort of manipulate it or place it wherever it works around the table or near you. And then the last thing is just going to be the pile of, um, money, which I just usually leave. If we're taking it out, I usually just put it in the box itself in the lid or something like that. So it doesn't get all over the place and, uh, the draw deck. Um, and of course the discard pile next to it. So there's a, there's a fair amount of things but it's it's actually quite easily rearrangeable because you don't really need to have a distinct setup in the middle of the table as long as those job cards are visible for everyone and they can grab them or be handed them as long uh, whenever needed. So it's pretty manipulatable. Is that a word? <laughs> you can manipulate it, is now. it very, <laughs> You can manipulate it around the table very easily. So anyway, long story short, there's a fair amount of things here, but you can move them around the table as needed to fit whatever playing space you are in. And I think it does fit pretty well in a taking out um, situation. Did you guys take it out much or were you playing this at home? Oh, no, we took it out every time. Uh, oh, nice. The, when we played the two-player game, it wasn't too bad. I'm trying to remember. We played it. We played it on a pretty big table the first two times we played it as a two-player game. So we had... There was plenty of room uh, on that one. I think we played on a slightly smaller table the next time. When we played uh, on the the four-player game, again, we took it out. It did. It was a little bit... We had to move things around, and we had to be yeah. careful of, like, oh, you know, make sure we wipe our hands before you touch the cards type of stuff. But it was, it was still workable. It wasn't to the point where it's like a plate's going to fall off the end of the table or anything like that. Right. It was still... You could still kind of fit it. It wasn't... Uh, completely aggravating although to be honest we didn't like get tons of food it wasn't like we went to an all-you-can-eat family style restaurant or anything like that but it, <laughs> but uh we did have you know like four or five plates on the table so but no, it's, it's good still then. it yeah. still works yeah it, the main thing you're just going to be keeping track of is your your own player board and your safe houses and so that's really the the main thing you're going to be focusing on um and i think that's pretty manageable because you can tuck that to one side or the other and even it actually fits pretty well next to a plate i think so so anyway yeah it decent marks but not the best ever but definitely functional for taking out and and once again i'd say the the vibe of the play of this game allows for allows for table talk and allows for interaction and not isn't yeah. going to be burying your face in your cards or your hand or what or your um, um, pieces or whatever. So and for that, really high marks, I think, for the vibe of it. Um, yeah, I guess that is. Uh, 
what else do we have to cover here? <laughs> the one, the only thing I have to cover is uh, if if you do like the game, uh, there is another game. It's a, oh yes, it's, it in Next. itself is a standalone, and it, you may look at it and go, wait, what? What's the difference? There's another game called Grifters Nexus that came out in uh, 2018. The original yeah. one came out in 2015, uh, which is it's basically the same game. It has. Uh, a few different cards in there, different specialists, things that do slightly different things, but it's essentially the same game. Uh, they do change up the way the jobs work, I believe. Uh, instead of having just individual stacks, it does like a uh, like a pyramid-type shape thing where you can only take the jobs in the bottom row, and until they get uncovered, you can't do any of the jobs and rows behind that so it does change up how you do jobs and what kind of strategies are taking to do jobs and you can kind of see what's coming up next as well and in 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 this this game it's like well i know i'm gonna have to have a lot of blue but is there gonna be a blue and a green or is there gonna be a blue and a red type of a thing whereas this one you can kind of see all of them as they're out there uh they do say that you can combine the two uh, when you play, so you can have like more specialists or different specialists. I'm not exactly sure how it works. I haven't actually played with it, but I they do say that you can combine them if you wish. But they do both work standalone. Um, but I think they're essentially the same game experience. Uh, yeah. But they just kind of tweak a few things in here and there. So if if you have played Grifters uh, a lot, um, maybe consider getting Nexus to kind of uh, change things up a bit. But Really, I think either way, either one you go with, you're going to have just as good of a time because they're yeah. ab- about just as good as each other. So Yeah, I'm pretty close in, in gameplay. I think that looking at the Board Game Geek pages, they are grifters and or Nexus is just rated slightly higher in complexity. And I think that's mostly just because how the job um, jobs come out then uh, like you said they're not as clear. It's not everything's not available so you can't really just go towards one direction or another. Um Anyway, so yeah, I think that's uh, that sums it up. Oh, I, I don't th- think I mentioned before, but this game also is pretty short. It takes place at about thirty minutes playing time, I'd say, is what it's listed as. I think that's pretty close, um, depending on yeah. player count. It's going to be right around there. So it's a quick game, and I I, I like playing this game. I'd be I'm happy to play it back to back because you also you always feel like oh it's going to be different each time, and so you can feel like oh okay well maybe this time I'm not going to go after the this color. I'm going to try to go after this color or maybe go after jobs in a different way. Um, <laughs> I also love the jobs, the uh, one that focuses on art where you're just terrorizing like <laughs> galleries and <laughs> that one just makes me laugh every time. Like that's your criminal enterprise is terrorizing the art community. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, that will do it for grifters. Uh, definitely a, a high recommend for a game in and of itself lends itself pretty well. I'd say decently well to taking out, for sure, especially in the vibe of the game and the ability to table talk and communicate with each other and kind of really get into the flow of it. Um, it has high, super high marks. So anything else to add that we forgot? No, that that is everything. All right. So I'm going to break out my slogan right <laughs> your now. Your slogan. <laughs> what do we call it? No, my not my slogan. What? Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Your catchphrase. <laughs> there we go. All right. So I've been uh, leaning on my wife, who's my who's really good at silly catchphrases. So she's good, she's been <laughs> she's been this is a co co-authored one. So this is it, and I'm it's too much lead up. There's no, way too much lead up. It's not yeah. Gonna be you as good you, as you, you really just got to go into it <laughs> next time. But All right. we actually you know just because we did this, we should lead into it even more. So right. get ready. <laughs> and it's gonna you're, blow. You're gonna be your you're, mind. It's gonna be insane. 
Uh, but first, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll Here come we go. right commercial back break. to it. We'll recap <laughs> everything. Uh, <laughs> commercial break from our sponsors and rehash whatever we just talked about. And then we'll have the catchphrase for you guys. All right. So this is, I figured, uh, this is, a, I, I was thinking about this one. This one's like a way to um, mediate between people, <laughs> people who are having a, <laughs> an argument or something. And the saying is, hey, guys, when in doubt, game it out. <laughs> I would even punch for saying something like that. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh, but I just imagine someone walking up to someone who are like having an argument, like, "Hey guys, when in doubt, game it out." Like, who are you, and what are you talking about? You know, board games. Game it out. All right. I think well, that would work best when you are not one of those people playing the game. You are just like a bystander, <laughs> and you hear an argument, and you're just like, "Hey guys." Yeah, just coming out of nowhere, like out of the woodwork, who, and they're like, "What are you even? Who what are you?" <laughs> I would think it would be even better if they actually took it as sage advice. Oh, thank <laughs> you, right. stranger. And they break out dr- grifters right there. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what you do is you just come up and say that, and you hand them a game, like, "Hey guys, when in doubt, game it out," and then you hand them the Duke. <laughs> 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 they're like, "What?" Okay, it's how you intro new people to games. You sort of force them to get into it. <laughs> I'm liking right, this I, one. Of of all of them so far, I, this yep, is kind of close I think to that's the top. A, that's the best I've done so far. And I had to have help from <laughs> <laughs> my wife. So so anyway, I've got a few others stewing, so we'll, we'll take a consensus at some point. But I think that is the strongest one so far, by far. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening again. Um we're um uh yes i am recovering slowly and hopefully there will be less less uh, coughing breaks on the next episode um but until then thank you so much for tuning in and uh we really look forward to you guys hearing us on the next episode and if you want to reach out to us you can reach out to us in a few different ways instagram and twitter uh chits at chits in chat chits and chat and uh, you can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and go down to the Chits and Chat page itself and click on our comment section and let us know your thoughts. And we'd love to hear from you. So until then, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, game it out. Game it out. <laughs>